keys, tackle box in my hand Gonna cast a few lines with my toes in the sand Pulling in a big catch makes me feel like a man But the wife, she just don't understand I love walleye, perch, trout and bass And if you don't like fishing, you can kiss my four-stroke right in the back Cause the fishes all tremble at the thought of me When I'm fishing for bunyan country Checking in with Chuck Hazzy of Leaser Outdoor Adventures. Uh, spending a lot of time, I'm guessing, Chuck, on Leech Lake. That's uh, that's kind of your wheelhouse, right? Yep, Leech Lake. Um, I would say 99% of the trips I do uh, are, are on Leech Lake. Well, there's a good reason for that. There's a lot of fish in that lake. <laughs> there is. They've been a little elusive lately. Um, we've been dealing with, with bug hatches. It seems like we're going on week, actually, we're going on week four. And uh, just when you think they're done, we get a we get a couple thunderstorms and a couple warm days, and uh, we get one more last hatch. And that's the thing. I mean, uh, when the when the bugs are there out there for them to eat, that's what they eat. It is. They eat. Uh, I, I'm finding they're they're eating the larvae uh, as it comes to the surface. You know, when they they hit the surface, dry out a little bit, hatch into that mayfly, and then. Uh, the mayflies live for maybe a day or two, and then they eat them again uh, as they're sinking back down to the bottom. So there's there's no shortage of uh, food for them right now. Okay. So what do you do to combat that? Basically reaction bites. Uh, we're pulling a lot of crankbaits. Uh, sometimes it actually helps to put a, put a night crawler on that crankbait and pull them fast. Uh, sometimes that'll trigger them just... If those fish are, are full and they don't necessarily want to eat, that that reaction going past their face will just, you know, it'll trigger enough for them to turn their head a little bit and maybe open their mouth halfway. And uh, with the crankbait, sometimes that's all you need. Now, I'm assuming you fish right where the mayflies are because that's where the fish are. Correct. Yep. Uh, some of the best areas, actually, on, on the main lake are, are where most of those mayflies hatch. And it, it kind of sounds dumb, but, um, you know, wherever the most mayflies are, that's, that's kind of where the schools of fish are right now. Sure. Well, the one thing that uh, we can talk, say about leech is we know the walleyes are there. We know we'll get through the hatches, and, uh, and then things should, be, uh, things should be more active again. Yeah, I'm, I'm expecting in the next week or so for things to, to straighten out a little bit. We've even kind of seen it the last couple days. Um, if you, if you have some clouds or some wind, you know, it's those, those mornings or, or days have been better than others. Um, but once, once those big hatches are done, the fish will kind of go back to their normal, normal summertime routine. By and large, how has the year been so far? You know, it's been good. Um, I wouldn't say it's been great. The numbers overall, um, especially coming from the big part of the lake, uh, the numbers of, of keepers have been a little bit tough to come by. Um, you can usually still find plenty of plenty of fish in the slot to, to keep you entertained. But if you're looking out, you know, trying to trying to catch a a limit of keepers, it's been a little bit tougher. But uh, Walker Bay still seems to be kicking out the most number of keepers. Um, Portage Bay Portage Bay has been good for both keepers and and slot fish. Um, but overall, it's been it's been good. I would not say great. Yeah. Okay. Walker Bay. It's been has it been the traditional uh, crankbait at night bite? Yeah. There's some of that going on. Um, lots of slip bobbers. Lots of crankbaits. 
Uh, if you're fishing in the morning, you're doing things such as pulling lindies and, and leeches or lindies and crawlers. Um, most of the fish are still relating to the shoreline structure. There hasn't been a big movement yet to the to the mid-bay humps uh, that I've seen anyway. I'm starting to see some bait show up on, on some of those, so it shouldn't be too far off. Um, but most mostly it's been a shoreline bite still. A lot more Leech Lake Talk to come with Chuck Hazzy. There are three seasons in Minnesota. Fishing, ice fishing, and hell on earth. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. You're listening to Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Chuck Hazzy, outstanding guide on Leech Lake from Leisure Outdoors Ventures, my guest today. And Chuck, I'm sure as a guide in walleye country, the bulkier trips are for walleyes. Have you had a chance to fish for anything else? You know, we fished bass the other day, and the bass fishing was was not too bad. It may be something I I get a little more into. Um, Most people, if they're staying on Leech Lake, they want to fish muskies or they want to fish walleyes. Um, That's, as a guide group, that's that's kind of what we focus on. However, you get down in the Hackensack area, and it's a little more diverse. You catch a, you know, you're, a lot of times you're catching smallmouth right in with the walleyes, um, but mainly, primarily focusing focusing on walleyes and muskies. Well, that's because a lot of people who are visiting, uh, you know, that's what we're famous for, and they maybe don't get the opportunity where they come from to do that. Correct, correct, and and. I ask everyone, you know, it, what's what's your preference to fish for? And most of them say walleye. Some of them say, you know, it doesn't matter. We just want to have a bend in the line, um, bend in the rod. It uh, there's been days where we we've, we've done some of that, and I mean, it's it's crazy. You never know what type of people are going to end up in the boat. The last, I would say, week. I mean, we spent maybe the first hour of, of the day going over the basics of using a spinning reel and casting a spinning reel. You know, a lot of these people who, who are in the area are here for tourism, and uh, some of them maybe haven't fished in 30, 40 years, and some of them haven't just, they haven't fished ever, but they're, they're looking to get into the sport. So some of it's strictly uh, instructional how-to this is what we do this time of year. This is what we do, you know, in the fall. And you kind of go over those basics, and they they have little expectations of, of catching fish. So sometimes we'll go, you know, fill the live well with perch, bluegills, rock bass. Doesn't doesn't matter. As long as they're having fun, right? Long as they're having fun, and as as long as they've got a little action, most people seem to be just fine. What have you heard about the musky bite this year? Musky bite is picking up. Um, I, I know a couple guys who have just kind of started hitting it uh, a little harder now. We've got water temps in the upper 70s, which is, you know, not uh, not out of the ordinary, but uh, the, based on the last few years, it's pretty warm. Yeah. And uh, that water temp hits 75 degrees, and things start happening. Well, I don't know if you got a storm going on down there. We've had some rain here today. Uh, what, what's the weather like over there? I've been, I've been watching the radar. You guys have you you've had it all today. We had a couple sprinkles here earlier, and that's been about it so far. Okay. Um, what else is going on in your neck of the woods? 
You know, we got Moondance moon dance coming up uh, next week. That always brings a lot of people to the, uh, to the area. Uh, lots of recreational activity going on. Um, just finished up with the 4th of July. The 4th is always big in Walker. I took a couple pictures the other day, and if I didn't know any better, looking down Main Street, you would think we were in some major city. But uh, <laughs> we, lots, lots of recreation, lots of people in town, sailboats are out. It's, it's that time of year that uh, people are out just having fun on the water. Absolutely. Do you get many people who come and camp for Moondance before the music starts to, to book a trip or book a half day? Sometimes, yes. Um, there, there, there are a few people who will maybe come a day or two early or stay a day or two later, um, that we get out in the boat. Um, I tried to get Kid Rock in the boat this year, but that, that attempt failed. <laughs> what? Um, he, he, did, he didn't return my phone calls, so, you know, he, whatever he, his loss, I guess, right? Uh, no kidding. He sings about how he loves to catch walleyes, so. He does, back in Michigan. <laughs> That's right. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. Okay. Oh, maybe next year. Yeah. Have, have you ever had a? Have you ever had the opportunity to take one of the musicians out? Um, last year I didn't, but a friend of mine did, and I can't remember the name of the band now. Um, but they met up at the outdoorsman having breakfast, and uh, just got to having some general conversation, and uh, they ended up going out catching a couple walleyes. And they actually were playing at the Sanford Center last winter and uh, looked up my buddy again, and he took him out ice fishing. So <laughs> sometimes it's, it's weird how that stuff works out. That is pretty weird. Oh, yep. that's, that's kind of cool, actually. It is kind of cool, yeah. Yep. All right. Well, Chuck, if, uh, if people want to hire you, are you still available or are you booked? I am. Yeah, I mean, we're, we, we've always got openings open. Um, the next couple weeks, I've got a few here open, and then August, it gets a little bit busier, but uh, we can always find someone to take you out. How do we get uh, How do we get booked up? Uh, you can jump on our website. It's leisureoutdooradventures.com, or you can call 855-LOA-HOOK, and uh, you'll talk to a friendly gentleman and uh, fishing partner named Jason Freed. And he'll get, he'll get a set. He'll get you set. All right, Chuck Hazzy from Leisure Outdoor Adventures. Thanks for your time today. We always appreciate it. Thanks, Cap. Coming up, Gary Barnard has our Lake of the Week. If you are not listening to Fish and Paul Bunyan Country, we can talk about you and your poor decision-making skills. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Lake of the Week Day, Lake of the Week Day, Lake of the Week Day, Holy Cow! We are once again checking in with Gary Barnard of the Area Fisheries Office in Bemidji as we take a look at North Twin. We will take a look at South Twin in a, a little bit later on in the year, but one thing about North and South Twin, they're basically across the road from each other, uh, somewhat similar sizes, but they are not connected by a waterway, so they're really independent fisheries. Yeah, that's correct. There's a road that runs between them. Um, no connection there. They are very close together, though. North Twin's a little bit larger at uh, 325 acres and maximum depth of about 60 feet. Now, I know that uh, the uh, the access is a U.S. Forest Service access, but uh, if I recall, North and Tw- South Twin pretty well-developed lakes. Yeah, yeah, a lot of development around them. Um, 
these are uh, um, used to be a lot of cabins around these uh, types of lakes, but now it's uh, year-round homes. But still, uh, good fisheries. Um, these both of these are the typical bass panfish type lakes. Um, we do a little uh, supplemental walleye stocking in these, and these are the types of lakes we generally use walleye fingerlings in. Um, fry are less effective in small lakes with high panfish abundance, and uh, the smaller lake size uh, doesn't require as, as huge a quantity of fingerlings, so we can. Uh, it's economically feasible to stock these with fingerlings. Okay. So we've got it. We got a decent amount of walleye in there. Like, and not not like you say, not huge, but they're there. And looks like everything else we expect in a northern Minnesota lake are in there too. Yep. Again, kind of the bass panfish thing. We we provide the walleye kind of as a, as an extra species there. Um, I think in our, our most recent survey in North Twin is 2012, so it's a little bit dated, but. Uh, we had uh, just under four walleye per gillnet lifted, not high, but uh, it's kind of what you expect from fingerling stock lakes. Um, where fingerlings work, they tend to produce moderate, steady recruitment as opposed to where fry produce the occasional strong, dominant year classes that really uh, provide high-quality fisheries. So um, just maintaining a presence of walleyes in there. Um, probably much more noted, like you say, for bass panfish type of a fishery. And it looks like you have both the largemouth and smallmouth bass in there. Yeah, North Twins is a little unique. Or it was um, the only fishery in the area for a long time that had smallmouth bass. Uh, uh, they've been in there, I guess, since the 70s. And uh, um, they've maintained the population. Uh, they sustain it uh uh, naturally, but never numbers never really took off in there. It's probably not uh, premier smally habitat, but uh, we we do bass selector fishing. We'll we'll see predominantly largemouth, probably about ten to one largemouth to smallmouth when we're sampling it. Okay, and uh... um, the 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 largemouth fishery is good. It's um, it's not. Uh, not extremely high abundance or extremely large size, but uh, good catch rates of those fish from the you know ten to fifteen inch size range. And it looks like you've got some crappies and bluegills as well. Yep, um, it's really probably the most popular species on this lake would be the crappie and bluegill, and uh, both in decent abundance um, size. It's you can tell that it's a harvest fishery. Uh, good numbers up to seven and a half inches on the bluegills. They pretty much peter out by eight and a half, um, just due to selective harvest. But uh, those are still keeper-sized bluegills. And the crappie, uh, they'll cycle. Uh, they actually had a little better size distribution there, up to thirteen inches in this last assessment. But uh, again, those uh, those numbers and sizes of crappies will cycle quite a little. I hear a lot of people going to that lake to fish. I know there's a lot of, you know, like you said, there's some development there, some homes there. But I know a lot of people do uh, choose that lake to go to, in particular, for panfish. Yeah, and that's that's really probably the, the biggest attraction there. Um, it, uh, you know, it's a good harvest fishery. Um, again, if you wanted to improve quality there, you'd have to put some pretty restrictive regulations on it. And I, I think it's... Uh, at least it's sustaining itself for now at, the, at these levels, and uh, reproduction's good, and, uh, and recruitment of young fish is good there. So where are the Twin Lakes exactly? Well, they're both um, 
like you say, in the Chippewa National Forest, they're on, on either side of the Turtle River Lake Road. So um, to get to them, you run up uh, north out of Bemidji, up 71 to, to Turtle River, and um, look for that Turtle River Lake Road. It's uh, uh, 22 is actually the number. And I think it's uh, probably 8, 10 miles east on that road, and the 22 will run right between the two lakes. And is that where the access is, is off 22? Um, yeah, North Twin is uh, is just on your left-hand side there right off of 22. South Twin Access Road is a little bit more difficult. You have to actually go through the two lakes and continue on about a, a mile past them and then go south again on a forest road to get to the access. That one's located way down on the south end of South Twin. Okay. And again, uh, North Twin is a, is a great example of... Uh, of the of a typical northern Minnesota lake, uh, beautiful, uh, lots of fish in it. Certainly can keep you active. Yep, uh, it does also have a northern pike regulation. Oh, this okay. is one of our uh, our early uh, slot limit lakes for northern pike as well, and um, pretty good quality pike out there. This reg's been in place since uh, 1989. We, we have made some adjustments to it, but. Uh, uh, currently a 24 to 36 inch protected slot, and uh, and you can tell you look at the size distribution, and it's uh, uh, all the increments are full from 24 to 34 inches in length. Uh, you don't see that in too many of our lakes that are unregulated. So uh, um, it seems to be working. Um, there's there's still a number of small fish out there, but uh, much lower percentage than some of the other lakes. Okay, it is North Twin, our Lake of the Week. We will later in the season take a closer look at South Twin as well. Uh, Gary Barnard from the Area Fisheries Office joining me. Gary, thanks for your time today. We appreciate it. Okay, thank you, Kevin.